All right, let's do this one last time. My name is Drew Dodge, and for the last couple months, I've been doing a podcast with my good buddy, Jacob Heron. While we love film in general, with us being artists and all, we have a fascination with animation, and we decided to start an audio podcast after we both geeked out over the animated Transformers movie. We're not perfect, we've gotten names wrong, and we don't always agree on movies. But at the end of the day, we try to bring an informative and entertaining show to you all, and we'd like to welcome you to The Cellcast. to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me this morning is a man who's just hungry for some eggs. Jacob! Oink, oink. Why, thank you. I'd like to introduce our co-host, a man who has a tendency of blowing things up. Welcome, Drew. Unlike the character in the movie, mine tends to be a little gassy. <laughs> anyway, how are you doing this morning? Man, I'm doing very well. Very well. It's been a very productive week. Uh, well, when this releases, technically we will be on a retreat. <laughs> yeah, we won't even be in town. Yeah, we won't be in town. We'll be enjoying a very enjoyable, very relaxing, very fellowship-based yes. retreat or conference Somewhere. in Austin. All right. Yeah, indeed. So, uh... I will be on my phone just long enough to do the Facebook post when this thing launches at 7 in the morning, and then I am not even going to be anywhere near that phone. (laughs) I intend to not be on the phone as much, but I do have to get on it for a short second to make my my Saturday morning posts. Morning report? Yes. (laughs) Wrong movie. (laughs) Different bird. (laughs) Yeah, different bird. Uh, so, uh, Jacob, what have you been watching? Well, what have you been doing? How have are you been? I been doing? No, how, oh, how am I doing? How, okay. how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's uh, been an interesting week. You know, staying busy. Hmm. Nothing too picky. Picky is the wrong term. I don't know what the term I'm looking for is. Okay. <laughs> Nothing too crazy, I'll say. I gotcha. Well, I wanted to bring up one point that I did forget to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some of you may not know that me and Drew and also we go to the same church and also we're part of the same uh, Bible study group. Yeah. And we were doing, we were working through the book of John. And my task was to be like, oh, you're going you're gonna to read and study John 8. <laughs> And yeah, so, except you misunderstood. <laughs> oh. Kind of. Or we misunderstood what you yeah, actually meant. Yes. There was misunderstandings yeah, was all the way around. around. And so I, I'd be like, I, my intention was, was to illustrate parts of the chapter. While we all thought he was actually going to be studying the chapter to actually lead the lesson. Well, I did partially. <laughs> I did partially. What's well, like? In order to, for you to actually come up with the illustrations you were doing, you actually yeah. read the chapter. Yes, several times. So you had that one section down pat. <laughs> yeah, literally 
pat and also on paper pencil. Yes. Yeah, I, I literally I'm literally in the middle of drawing five pages of John chapter eight, one through eleven. So that is a current little working in progress project. Mm-hmm. So it looks good so from what I saw uh, Sunday night. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. I've got a long way to go and a long time to get Short there. Time to get there. Yeah, Army spoundress. Watch your bandit run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, what have you been watching? Ooh, what have I been watching? Well, it's related to a certain series on Netflix you've been watching. Oh, really? Rebuild of Evangelion. Interesting. 1.11 and 1.22. Uh, if I remember correctly, is, uh, you are not alone uh-huh. and you shall not advance. That's, yeah. Which, I never understood these titles. <laughs> I don't either. This well, show will never end. <laughs> you will never see the end of this these movies because we're going to drag them out for 15 years. <laughs> But, I swear, if they had not timed the beginning of those releases with pretty much when Blu-ray was just getting good, yeah. or just getting prevalent where everyone was buying it, yeah. we would have had, if they'd done it like five years earlier, yeah. Or, yeah, just five years earlier, you'd have the first movie on VHS, the second movie on DVD, and the last two on Blu-ray. <laughs> right. So, I'm... One, my internet is not... The greatest, greatest in this apartment currently. I'm well, you're on. You're not. You don't have regular internet actually in the apartment. You've yeah. just got phone internet. Correct. And so instead of trying to use bandwidth on my phone, I was like, why not just you know throw something on television and sit in front and just draw mm-hmm. while I'm doing that. So I so you picked Evangelion. Yes. It amazes me you can. Watch something like Evangelion, even something as weird as the rebuilds, and be able to draw at the same time and still not get lost. Especially with Evangelion. <laughs> of course, you've watched Evangelion enough, you actually know what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I know what's going to happen. None of it's a surprise. Yeah, the the rebuilds are definitely, because the, the first one follows the series relatively closely. They do add like a character and a scene here and a scene here. Mm-hmm. The second one, they completely start changing things. And so, I don't know where you're at in the Netflix. I just got past Osaka and her fat suit. Oh, yeah. It's it's getting very, very close. It's getting very close to the point where everything shifts. I think it's already shifted, because I swear I don't remember the Magma episode in uh, in the rebuild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they, I mean, they never, they never, they never went to that one. Yeah. Did uh, are you past the episode where they have to use all the electricity in Japan and Tokyo? Yeah, that was the end of the. I know that's the end of the first movie, and that was actually before Asuka got there. Because that was Ray. Ray mm-hmm. and him shot the fourth angel. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Where am I thinking? of? I've not gotten past oh, the, yeah, yeah, the, the, the magma episode. Yeah. Yeah. Which was interesting because they're finally starting to explain what the crap is going on. Yeah. Popular tonight, aren't you? Yeah. It's just Friends of the Forge. Okay. 
my cousin does a podcast, not a podcast, but does a YouTube channel mm-hmm. called, well, this is a good try, good place to plug it. I have a cousin that does a YouTube channel called Action Forge, where he does D&D, like he does D&D, and um, it's really fascinating for someone who is not into D&D or Dungeons and mm-hmm. Dragons. And or role-playing games in general. Exactly. And so he, uh, he goes in and he'll talk about certain... But like how this works and how this works and how this works. And uh, he's been on hiatus for a while, but uh, I got a message from him actually today via the YouTube message system. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Hey, I'm working, I'm working on, I'm working on, I'm plugging videos. I'm trying to build a buffer and uh, he's actually working on more material. So if you are interested, if you're interested in uh, learning more about D and D or just, Learning more to hone your craft in being a and d player or a DM or Dungeon Master. Or just someone who, no matter what he's tried to do over the course of the past ten years, can't get find a game to play. That might be interesting to watch. That might be. So go to YouTube and look up Action Forge. Alrighty. Thanks, Brian. So that's what I've been watching. What have you been watching? Well, much like you brought up, I am still working my way through Evangelion. Yeah. Netflix dubbed. And like I said, I just got up to the episode Magma Diver. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which has got Asuka complaining about her fat <laughs> suits. <laughs> Remember that. I'm sitting there watching going, did they just not like Asuka? And that's why they are throwing her through this mess? Are they just trying to say, okay, yeah, she's a crazy person and we're going to have fun with this. <laughs> It's like, well, technically you should But at the very least, they are at least finding where the angels are coming from. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, you're starting to get a little deeper like, into the story. Little idea. It's slowly but surely getting there. I like it like episode, I'm like a third of the way through the entire series. Right. So we're getting there. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Okay. Um also, I've been watch I'm still watching Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. The Tournament of Power has started, and we've already lost the ninth universe. Thanks, Goku. Well, Vegeta helped. <laughs> and Frieza helped. Yeah. That's interesting team-up, I'm just saying. Well, I would, um, just, I would just say ever since the, the information you've given me, it's like, this entire arc is due to Goku. It's like Goku's usual. fault. But what's nice about this arc, yeah, in comparison to every previous arc of Dragon Ball I've ever seen, every, if, as you know, Dragon Ball is a tournament style anime. Yes. A lot of times the battles are you've got one person versus one person. Yeah. And everyone else stands around waits for that battle to end before the next group goes up to fight. Even when it's a battle to destroy the planet. You still have this one-on-one fighting going throughout the whole thing, which can get a little annoying. Yeah. But, and sometimes they'll get split up where you got a two-on-two or a one-on-two or six little weaklings destroying Yamcha. <laughs> oh, poor Yancha. Actually, I, I was just going back to the first time he blew up. Uh, <laughs> All I can say is that's poor Krillin. <laughs> Krillin is the strongest human on the planet. Apparently, that's what I keep He's hearing. The only other human, pure blood human, that's yeah. as strong as he is, is Tien. Yeah. But he somehow he's got some other weird connection because of that third eye. Yeah. Anyway. What's nice about the Tournament of Power is it's a uh, battle royale. Yeah. 
everybody's fighting at the same time. Oh, okay. And there's a shot where all these energy, you're zoomed out on the entire battlefield, which the battlefield is in the middle of what they call the null dimension, which is a place without anything, mm-hmm. where they conveniently built this giant top-shaped top battlefield for everyone to fight on. Okay. There's a shot of all these energy attacks going off, and it just likes, looks like a blister, a, a big set of blisters on this on the top of this top going off on each other, which is kind of cool to see. It's an, it's an interesting shot, but you get all these battles going out on at one time. It's a nice. It's it's very interesting because you don't actually know what's going to happen next. I mean, yeah. obviously, at some point, because I've seen Broly. The seventh universe is going to win. <laughs> but I don't know. I have absolutely no idea how we're going to get to that point. Other than something called Ultra Instinct is going to occur at some point. Mm. Which only involves Goku. Yeah, of course. Of course. But I've been watching that. I did, however... Well, this next thing. I found this on... I first saw this on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I immediately shared it to the group. But the problem is it's it was missing the very beginning... Of it okay. on what was on the Facebook post. Yeah, I ended up finding the original YouTube video, and I went ahead and shared that into our Facebook group. Oh, okay, is a little video on YouTube called Propane Genesis Evangelion. Okay, it is a mashup. It is well, essentially it's um, Cruel Angel's Thesis. You know the, okay. the theme song mm-hmm. to Evangelion. Yes, mashed up with King of the Hill. Oh yeah, you told me about that. That yes. just sounds funky. Here's the thing. Oh yeah, the it first is too. That's right. the first time you watch it, yeah, it's like okay, I got to put some work into this. It's interesting. It's kind of funny. The second time you watch it, you're going, now wait a minute, this is matching up too well. This guy put way too much work into it. And, and essentially, the guy's name, the YouTube channel is Gamblor, I believe. Yeah, but just YouTube search Propane Genesis Evangelion, okay. and you will find it. There is, I've watched it, I've watched this video about five or six times now over the yeah. course of the past week and a half. Yeah. And every time I've watched, I think I'm, in in that amount of time, I think just the viewing I did today at lunch, because yeah. I was trying to waste a couple minutes, I think I finally got, I finally have seen everything. Oh, okay. There's that much in-depth, because... If you understand what was going on in Evangelion and what all that opening sequence is referring to, mm-hmm. and you've watched enough King of the Hill, which essentially you've watched a lot of King of the Hill, you're going to notice that these things match up way too closely. Okay, this guy put so, a lot of thought into it. That's like I said, totally frightening. It's just so many. It's, it's this is how I would I I want YouTube mashups to kind of be where it's yeah. There's so much detail that is going to go by and. Go by quickly that if you aren't paying attention and you don't know both properties, yeah, you'll miss it. Okay. So I highly, like I said, you can find that in my in uh, in face on our Facebook group, mm-hmm. but also just YouTube uh, search YouTube for it. You'll it's the first thing you'll know it because it'll be that shot uh, the uh, the thumbnail is that shot from uh, the end of Evangelion where yeah. Ray's face is big. Yeah, it's just sitting in the <laughs> sitting in space. Bowl. Yeah, Except in this case, it's, in this case, it's Bobby. Yeah, and the two people on the planet are Peggy and Hank. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, but I enjoyed the fool out of that this last week, and when I've had chance to watch it. So. Okay. 
well, outside of watching trailers for some upcoming stuff we're about to talk about. Yeah. I, and stuff we're not going to talk about, but technically it was announced at the same thing. Right. Well, there was one thing I did I did watch that I mm-hmm. forgot. I had to find my notes for it. Uh, apparently, there was a, there's, you can find this on YouTube, on the YouTube, on the YouTube, YouTube. What are you, you 50? Apparently. <laughs> you can find it on YouTube. And it's okay, I still say the Walmarts from time to time. Apparently, well, word of caution, this is not for kids. This is not for kids. This is not for the, the I, sensitive type at all. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, apparently it's a video called Bat Metal Forever. Okay. Yeah, apparently it's a fully animated music video of this metal band. Mm-hmm. And it's Batman and his entire Bat family. It is created beyond belief. Be like, it's... The animation style is so reminiscent of the, like, Invader Zim type style, mm-hmm. where it's just be like the the facial expressions are all kind of twisted and just very odd, and it's beautifully done. It's beautifully done. It's more the the Bat Family gets together because the the apparently the Joker is dead, and so Batman is trying to resurrect him. Okay, yeah, it's it's a little bit weird. So he's you know like trying to find sources and be like, oh, this, ooh, this, this ooh. sounds like it's based on that run of Batman comics I saw talked about on some other website. Uh, that it's actually being released by DC. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, but it sounds like it has a lot to do with that. Yeah, but it's this, this metal band's music video. It's one of their. Uh, yeah. I think it's called Awaken. And so basically, it's Batman. And the band, the band is like all the Bat family, including Batman, singing the song called "Awake," while Batman is trying to figure out how to resurrect the Joker of all people. Yeah, and eventually he, you know, comes to the point be like, "Oh, this can do it," and it doesn't go very well. And there's a lot; it's overly sexualized and like it's gory and disgusting in a lot of ways. So mm-hmm. I would highly recommend be like, "This is not for children. This is." You know, very highly be like, if you're very sensitive to things, or this be like, oh, this is too disgusting. I don't want to have anything to do with it. Don't watch it. Well, but I just watch you're good. saying it's disgusting. That probably means I will find it even worse. So, yeah. I will take your word for it that it's good and then stay completely far away from it. Okay, good news. Myself. All right. So, so, to news. Yeah, shall we? Well, this last weekend, which I guess, well, yeah, it would be this last Saturday. Mm-hmm. Or, anyway. Was D23, which is the big Disney, we're going to talk about our own stuff away from everybody else conference. Yeah. D23 Expo 2019. And they announced a couple things. They did. So I'm going to hit this first, if that's all right. All right, go for it. Uh, These are things coming to Disney Plus that are animated. This is what I'm about to go over. And for those who probably don't know, unless you're sitting under a rock... There's a lot of other stuff I'm not going over that's live action that looks good. Yeah, so let our audience know. If you... It'd be like if you you happen to live under a rock... uh, Go ahead and Google announcements at D23 so you can catch everything that was done. Yeah, that's that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, not mean to cut you off. For those who may live under a rock, I don't know. But Disney Plus is the new ah. service app that is coming out in November. So it'd be like if 
you're interested in anything Disney, Marvel, Pixar, anything else, basically. <laughs> so like, uh, be like Fox. This Fox. Although not all the Fox stuff has been, well, not all the Fox stuff has been announced yet. Yeah. But if you're interested in it, be like, the, the app is coming out in November. Mm-hmm. November so, 21st, I think? I think it's the 21st. Yeah, November 21st, I believe. So, get into that. Getting like, into that. Okay, yeah, so before. starting with Marvel. Okay. They have one animated series coming called mm-hmm. Marvel's What If. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, this, according to, uh, and I got most of this information off of Collider.com. Oh, okay. I am actually going to cite my source for a change. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so for Marvel's What If, it's it's um, essentially so Jeffrey Wright is going to be the voice of the Watcher, mm-hmm. and every episode essentially he's going to come out and say, "Here's what happened that you were aware of." Yeah, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But what if this other thing happened instead? Mm-hmm. And then that's and then that episode is going to show. How what would happen in this other instance yes. if things were slightly different? That yeah. is the entire concept behind what if. This is in many ways an evolution of the concept the comics have done since the sixties. Yeah, they've done this what if concept a lot. So the they did debut some footage at D twenty three, which revealed uh, Captain Britain, okay, and Bucky fighting zombies. Okay, Captain Britain is in fact. Uh, Peggy Carter with a super soldier serum. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was announced. Uh, on the Star Wars side of things. Okay. We are getting Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 7. Yes. And they are also, that is also now going to be the exclusive streaming home of Star Wars The Clone Wars. So okay. What I think is still left on Netflix, if it's even still there, because they had... Seasons 1 through 5, and then The Lost Missions, which was, quote-unquote, Season 6. Yeah. That's all going to go away to go to Disney Disney Plus. Okay. But uh, it's going to... That is going to finally finish Star Wars The Clone Wars as uh, Cartoon Network canceled the show when Disney bought, bought, bought Star Wars. Yes. So this is finally going to finish it all these years later. Good. Especially since all, everything... They've actually been working on what those episodes would have been in referring to canon. Got all, it. Even though we hadn't gotten to see those episodes, they were all canon. They've been working off of it. Okay. In, with uh, respect to Star Wars Rebels, which is also coming to Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. and uh, many of the Star Wars books, such as Ahsoka. Okay. Which explains what happened between Clone Wars and Rebels for, with her. Okay. Pixar... I like the I like the news we got for Pixar. Every Pixar short will be available at launch. Wow. Every Pixar film will be available within year one. Wow. Now that's a lot of movies. Yeah. That they're automatically just gonna go ahead and get to us mm-hmm. so we can go ahead and watch. So we might have a lot of Pixar movies on the list come next year. Yeah. We'll see. Uh also coming to coming there is going to be Monsters at Work, mm-hmm. which is inspired by Monsters Incorporated. It is going to feature Billy Crystal and John Goodman reprising their roles from the movie, mm-hmm. and a new character named uh, Tyler Tuskman, which will be played by Ben Feldman, and it will take place after the first movie. Oh, okay. 
So, you know, finally going a little more into the future from that, since University is a is a prequel. Yeah. Also coming is Forky Asks a Question. I saw that! <laughs> which is a, it's based on the character from Toy Story 4, mm-hmm. called Forky, which is literally a spork with googly eyeballs, uh, pipe cleaner arms, and popsicle sticks feet. Yeah. That was created by the new kid. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Can you? Hold on. It's not in here, unfortunately. Oh, come on. Anyway, she made him in Toy Story 4. Yes. Uh, and he is going to be answering important... He's going to be asking important questions, such as, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. me. Don't no hurt me. me. No, no more. more. Also, what is time? And, of course... The deepest question of all. What is cheese? Cheddar. Swiss. Provolone. Queso. <laughs> okay. American Jack. Also, we are going to have a short... Uh, uh, a, a, a show called Lamp Life. Which is also in the Toy Story universe. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be about Bo Peep. Oh, okay. And we'll explain what happened to her between Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 4. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And last but not least in the Pixar group is Spark Shorts. This is a uh, going to be a kind of a variety show, kind of. A t- each each one, it's essentially going to be a series of shorts. Okay. That are... Uh, Essentially, the Pixar shorts that we used to see in movies before mm-hmm. the begin before the movie would start, that's essentially moving to Disney Plus, oh. and they're going to be producing them faster. Okay. So, and it that one, the short film series is actually going to be available on day one. Oh, nice for regular Disney stuff. Okay. We are getting a uh, a, ch- a series of okay. Chip and Dale cartoons. Okay. This was actually the first official series to go into production for Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially going to be a, a series of 39 seven-minute episodes in non-verbal classic-style comedy. Oh, okay. It's essentially theatrical uh, shorts, like Looney Tunes stuff, but it's all going to be Chip and Dale. Oh, okay. Now, does that... Now, is that... Re- it's not... Uh, that's the thing, is one of the things they have announced is all this that is original programming. Yeah. Is going to be released weekly. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's not all going to be out there and you get to binge the whole thing. Yeah. My understanding is it's going to release weekly. So Chip and Dale will have one episode come out. I'm assuming one episode when it launches. Yeah. Week after that, the second one will come out. So on and so forth. That's my understanding. And the same is true with Star Wars The Clone Wars and uh, Season 7 and all the other shows uh, I've talked about. Next is uh, Short Circuit, which when I first saw this, I thought was based on the movie yeah. with Johnny Five. You would think so. But it's not. Okay. It is essentially much like Spark Shorts, except it's going to be done by Walt Disney Animation Studios. Hmm. They have uh, they have announced a couple of these. One is called uh, Jing Hua, which translates to Flower in the Mirror, which is Pitched by Disney technical director Jerry Hune. I am probably saying that name wrong. Yeah, it's just it's going to be a series of shorts like that. Yeah. So that will be interesting. Also, 
referring to their back catalog at Disney's got, uh-huh. they have announced the following. 101 Dalmatians. A goofy movie. An extremely goofy movie. Bambi. Fantasia. Frozen. Frozen 2 once it releases. Mm-hmm. Fun and Fancy Free. Lilo and Stitch. Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, The Three Musketeers. Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Moana. Pocahontas. Sleeping Beauty. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Steamboat Willie. Lion King 2019. The Little Mermaid. The Sorcerer's Apprentice short from Fantasia. The Sword and the Stone. The Three Caballeros. Zootopia. And everything that's currently in the Disney Signature Series also, which I don't have a list of, but I think that includes the animated Lion King as well. Mm-hmm. Animated animated series, TV series-wise, DuckTales 1987. <laughs> DuckTales 2016. Rock on. Goof Troop. Kim Possible. Okay. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. I think this is included here instead of the Marvel stuff because it's technically Disney Channel. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Ultimate Spider-Man. Rock on. Mickey and the Roadster Racers. I don't know what that is. I'm assuming that's a Disney Junior Junior show along with Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. It also lists Mickey Mouse Shorts. And of course, if this interests you, all... 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Okay. And that's all day one. Or most of that's day one. Wow. So you're basically telling me the vault has been opened. opened. Most of the vault has been opened. There's still some stuff that I think is because the streaming rights are still disconnected somehow. Yeah. They haven't gotten in there. but And of course, all this is going to take time to get loaded in. Like, yeah. for instance, they don't have season two of DuckTales 2016 in here yet. Yeah. I'm assuming that's because it's still airing. Yeah. But, now this next one I'm going to talk about, I don't know if we would consider animation or not, since it's technically puppetry. Ah! But there is going to be a Muppets Now television show. It's going to be a short-form, unscripted series, and they have unscripted in quotes, which means it's not really, it's still going to be yeah, scripted, it's, because it's, how do you do the Muppets without that? Yeah, it's the Muppets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it will showcase, along with the beloved characters, undisclosed celebrity guests in each episode. Of course. It's mm-hmm. the Muppets. And it's expected to premiere in 2020. Ah, Okay. Movie-wise, again, original, we're going to have Phineas and Ferb, the movie, Candace against the universe. Okay. Do you know anything about Phineas and Ferb? Very little. All, all well, I know it's two little, two two brothers who basically like, oh, what are we gonna do in the summer? Yeah. And it's basically the course of them do all their shenanigans during the summer. Right. But Candace, their sister, yeah. is always trying to, to catch, catch them, them to expose the fact that they're doing this to their parents. Yeah. And somehow every episode they end up getting away with it. Yes. Uh there are actually a number of these, like uh, like the specials, that are a little bit longer than the regular episodes. Yeah. I would actually like to do a review for on okay. the show. But this, essentially, uh, this movie, it will center on Phineas and Ferb in a race to rescue their sister, who has been abducted by aliens and lives in a bro-free utopia on a faraway planet. Okay. And this, <laughs> while it sounds odd, considering what we just explained the show as. Yes. 
it fits perfectly in with the rest of it. It sounds like it. But yeah, at some point, I would like to do the uh, Phineas and Ferb and Marvel. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah. And then the Star Wars episode. That's what I keep hearing was really good. Which is... It follows the actual original movie. Oh, okay. But shows why some of this stuff is happening. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Why there's a big gaping hole on the Death Star for someone to blow up easily. That's because Dr. Doofenshmirtz, the idiot, put the thing there. But anyway, that was before Rogue One and gave the canon reason. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. uh, And that actually brings me to the end of my list of stuff for Disney+. Plus. All right. There's also a bunch of other stuff they sh- uh, announced, but I'm going to let... That was live action, so if you were curious of that stuff, which is beyond the scope of our show, mm-hmm. go, ahead and, go ahead and check that out. There's actually some pretty interesting things. I'm looking forward to seeing The Mandalorian. Yeah, same here. So, for the movie side of D23 Expo, uh-huh. we had the first release from our first mention or sneak peek at... Next summer's release from Pixar, Soul. That one looks interesting, considering the music's being done by Nine Inch Nails. I didn't see that. That is crazy! Yeah. <laughs> okay, interesting. Or at least the lead the lead person of Nine Inch Nails is the one doing the comp- composing. Okay. So, have the cast includes Tina Fey and Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox's character will be named Joe, a middle school band director who has a true passion for playing jazz. And Tina Fey's character plays 22, a soul in training who unexpectedly encounter, has an encounter with Joe when he accidentally finds his way to U's seminar. Together, the two the two are going to find a way to get Joe back to Earth and make him think about what it truly means to have a soul. Soul open in the U.S. theaters June 19th, 2020. That one does look interesting. Uh, we had a t- we had a 10 minute exclusive footage from Pixar's upcoming film Onward, which I'm really excited about this yes, film. Yes, that's, and that's next year also, correct? Yeah, that'll be next year. That'll be coming out on March 6th, 2020 with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, who played two Elder The Brothers. ex-Spider-Man and the current Star-Lord. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> Assuming that doesn't get fixed before that matters. Please fix it, please. Just saying. Funny thing is, is that's not Sony's fault. It's actually Marvel's. Yeah. They're the ones causing the trouble, not yeah. Sony. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, if you didn't know what this movie was, let me give you a brief summary. It's two Elven brothers who, who bark on an extraordinary quest to discover if there is still a little magic left in the world. So, that's Onward. Yes. And it sounds like the funnest movie ever. <laughs> this is what I've been kind of wanting to see happen in a fantasy style story yeah because you know when you think fantasy you think lord of the rings yeah narnia at best you don't really everything the fantasy setting is very medieval yeah but at some point that medieval world is going to evolve to some degree into world like our own Mm -hmm. which is what this looks like yeah so i'm excited to see what somebody can actually do with that concept yeah it looks exciting it looks like Mm -hmm. a fun I know a lot of my uh, my other nerdy friends would be like, "Ooh, I gotta watch this." <laughs> it's definitely on my list. Yes. All right. So going into the Walt Disney's animation studio side of this, mm-hmm. they were 
two features. You probably already know what one is. Uh, coming out Thanksgiving. Is, one of them is coming out this year, I'm assuming. Yes. Uh, yes, indeed. Yes, you are. You are correct, sir. So, coming out Thanksgiving 2020, Raya and the Last Dragon. And to give you a little synopsis of what this movie is going to be about, it will introduce Raya, a lone warrior from a fantasy, a fantasy kingdom who teams up with a crew of misfits in her journey to find the lost dragon and bring light and unity back to their world. Ray and the Last Last Dragon opens in U.S. theaters on November 25th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Also, we have, apparently they showed some, some more scenes from Frozen 2. Because, of course, that yeah. movie's the closest one out. Yeah, so apparently we get two new characters. And obviously, we get a plethora of new songs, mm-hmm. which apparently they debuted a few of them. Of course. And this movie will be out in theaters on November 22nd, 2019. And all these sources came from Animation Magazine. Okay. So go check them out. I just want to point out, when you were reading that synopsis for Raya, Raya, and the Last Dragon. Raya, Raya. It occurs to me that if you pronounce, you shortened Raya to Ray. Mm-hmm. And changed Dragon to yeah. Jedi... You have the plot to episode seven and episode eight. True, true, true. true. Hopefully, different than that. But it's, yes. it's, that's a, that synopsis sounds suspicious. Okay, so I know this is off topic. Uh-huh. This is off topic. But did you see the trailer? Heck that, yes. Okay. What were your thoughts? I watched it three times, one right after another. Okay. There, there was a lot. There. Yes, I agree. Three things I want okay. to point out. A, the shot of all of the Star Destroyers in, I'm assuming the sky or in the big cloud bank, the yeah. dark blue cloud area. Mm-hmm. Those were not First Order Star Destroyers. Those were Imperial Star Destroyers. Okay. So I'm thinking that must be the last fleet. Possibly. That we know disappeared after... Return of the Jedi. Okay. B, I'm wondering if Rey's actually going to go full Sith. Okay. Or if that was, like, the Luke in the dark area on Dagobah scene where he fought the Darth Vader, and when the face popped open, it was his face. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that's that kind of scene. Yeah, they're 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 trying to divert your idea, trying to make you think something else. They did the same thing with the Last Jedi trailer, yeah. if you remember back. Yes. But the other thing is, is even if that is not her, even if that is a dream, I want her to have that lightsaber. That, that was a really, that was an amazing looking lightsaber. Because the thing is, I'm watching that, and she's got the two light, holding up the two lightsaber ends, and I'm going, that's odd. And then she flips the other one down, it's like, it makes sense, she, she used the bow staff before this, it makes sense that she would be using... Yes, go with that, go with that, go with it, please. <laughs> Better than Maul. Although I like Maul's lightsaber too. Yeah, I was about to say, be like, like, don't, don't throw some shade at Maul. He was, he was cool. He was cool. He was cool. But Maul's lightsaber couldn't do the bend back. Oh, okay. Thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It I didn't have that. the swing knife. Oh, uh, the swing knife. Or jackknife. The jackknife. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. You can do some fun stuff with that um, in, in, in the choreography. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, M- much better than what Maul was able to pull off. Even though Ray Park is an amazing choreographer, who and he's the guy who played Maul. Yes, 
and then later went on to play Toad in X-Men. Yeah. It, those two people do not look like the same guy. No. But they are. But, but like, my, my reaction was like, okay, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> and also, oh look, there's Carrie Fisher sure. in repurposed footage. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only way that's And everyone's like, oh, yay, she's back! Yay, and she's going to probably die in the first 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> they probably don't have that much footage. No, probably not. But, yeah, I'm, I'm de- I am definitely looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, just wanted to get on that little what was your thought. Yeah. And so, alright, so... I think we should get into our review of a certain movie about angry avians. Yeah. And their battle against uh, the uh, swine flu. Yeah. So let's launch some birds. Yes. So what are we reviewing? We are reviewing a movie based on a mobile game. First released on the iPhone. Uh Uh-huh. Called Angry Birds. Bam! Which was created by Michael Head. Okay. On this movie, he was, along with creating the story, along with being the creator of the game, Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, he also uh, was part, one of the three story writers, along with Miko Polia and John Cohen. Okay. Interesting fact about the game. The there's game, been a lot of them. Yeah, there's been a lot of games, a lot of versions of this film. Mm-hmm. Since 2009, since the game was released, it is uh, it has been downloaded more than 3 billion times mm-hmm. on different platforms and different mobile devices. That is insane. Yes, it is. Now, let me ask you this before we jump into this. All right. Have you ever played any of the Angry Birds games? Yes. Okay. So, I just wanted to make sure because I was surprised how closely to game mechanics this fit. But we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. I was just curious if you'd pl- if you'd played it. Oh yeah, I I've played, played it. the original Angry Birds. Yeah, I played Angry Birds two, and I played Angry Birds Star Wars. Of course, Star Wars one was interesting because it actually went through the plots of four, five, and six. Huh? In the levels, this is along with being our first uh, mobile game review. Yeah, I think this is also the first movie we've based we've we've reviewed that is based on a video game. That is true. The closest we get is Digimon, which is technically based on to- on a uh, Tamagotchi-like virtual pet. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. So, yeah. So we go from a digital pet to an Angry Bird. To so we launching Angry Birds. Yeah. Uh, so to go start going through the... Uh, the, rest of this, um, the guy who wrote the screenplay for this was John Vitti. Okay. He also wrote the screenplay for the first two Alvin and the Chipmunks live-action movies. Mm-hmm. And the Simpsons movie. Oh, okay. Along with a number of Simpsons episodes. Hmm. Uh, this way. It was animated by Rovio Animation. Okay. Which was created by, internally, at Rovio, uh, the, the game company. Yeah. That made Angry Birds. Okay, yeah. Because they saw no reason to let anyone else do it. 
That makes sense. It was released though by Sony uh, by Columbia. Mm-hmm. So while the it, but so uh, the Sony Pictures animation is n- that you would normally see on animated movies. Mm-hmm. Since that part of the company had nothing to do with it, that's why you don't they don't they don't get any credit. Okay. Sony Pictures Animation had nothing to do with this movie. Yeah, they just released it. They just re- Columbia just released it. So, uh, going into the cast, we had Jason Sudeikis playing Red. Okay. And A very angry little fellow. Yes, with some rather large eyebrows. Yes. Uh, the main thing I saw that I think people will know him from, even though I didn't know him from yeah. anything, off the top of my head when I was looking through the list. Yeah. In the television show 30 Rock, he played Floyd. Okay. I don't know who oh, that is. Oh, but... that does sound, sound familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck, the yellow bird, mm-hmm. was played by Josh Gad. And everybody knows him as... He was Olaf <laughs> in Frozen. Mm-hmm. And in the live-action Beauty and the Beast, yeah. he played LeFou. Mm-hmm. Danny McBride played Bomb. Mm-hmm. The Blackbird. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and start naming... No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to go into that with everyone, but those are the three main characters in this yeah. movie. Um, in Despicable Me, mm-hmm. he played the guy that, uh, you know, at the beginning of the movie where Gru goes and talks to that guy watering his plants and says, uh, your dog has been dropping little bombs all over my yard. Oh, okay, yeah. The guy who voices that guy, yeah. I don't remember. I don't even remember the line he says. That was actually played by Danny McBride. Okay. But he was also in the HBO series, I believe it's HBO, uh, Eastbound and Down. Which, oh. as far as I know, has nothing to do with the song from uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. Maya Rudolph played Matilda, who was the anger management teacher. Yeah. Main thing we both know her from... She was Aunt Cass in Big, Big Hero, Hero 6. 6. Bill Hader played Leonard, the leader of the pigs. Mm-hmm. And he was he played a Fear in Inside Out. Okay. Oh, okay. In uh, Toy Story 4, he played uh, Axel the Carney. I'm assuming somebody at the carnival. I guess so. Yeah. And in Ralph Breaks the Internet, he pay, he played J.P. Spamley. Okay. I believe that's the guy that uh, showed him how to get famous. That's right. And then took him down to the dark net yeah. to uh, release the virus. Nice going, Ralph. Yes. Peter Dinklage mm-hmm. plays Mighty Eagle. <laughs> the main thing I think most people will recognize him from is he plays Tyrion Lannister in Game of Thrones. Thrones. Don't watch the last season. I haven't watched any of it. Me either. Except for two episodes. But I hear the last season's bad. Yeah. Because it's not actually based on any of the books. Yeah. Uh, but, do you remember the movie Elf? No, I never watched Starring, it. Starring, oh, you didn't. No. I was I never. Almo- I almost don't want to spoil this. But you know the basic concept of the movie. Yeah. Will Ferrell's playing an elf. Mm-hmm. Who is not? He's not really an elf. He was adopted by an elf played yeah. by uh, Bob Newhart, uh, and grew up at the North Pole thinking he was an elf. Yeah, but when he got to be, you know, in his thirties, essentially, he or not really his thirties, like twenties, uh, he it was revealed to him for the first time that he wasn't an elf. Shock! 
Shocking, yes. Mm-hmm. And he came back to New York. Well, his father, his real father, yeah. was a writer and publisher of these little kids' books. And throughout the movie, he's trying to get this kids' book published. Well, the guy they think is going to turn the company around and get them their story is played by Peter Dinklage. Ah. And when Will Ferrell sees him, he thinks he's an elf oh. that's escaped the North Pole from the North Pole. Oh, no. And so consequently, the character's name is Miles Finch. But, of course, there's the best line that Will Ferrell says, He's an angry elf. <laughs> Uh, you really should watch Elf. It is a good movie. I'm I understand not... staying away from Will Ferrell movies, believe yeah. me, but this is actually a pretty decent Christmas movie. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on, Sean Penn played Terrence. Yeah. And while he's got a lot of roles, uh-huh. I, the role I chose to focus on is from one of my favorite underrated movies, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. He played uh, Sean O'Connell. Okay. If you've not seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, you should. It's a great movie, but unfortunately it flew under the radar for most people. Oh, okay. It's essentially about the final days of Life magazine before they went digital. Interesting. Huh. That's okay. not how it was ever portrayed or advertised, but it was just, let's see Steve Carell in weird posi- doing weird stuff. But Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but also... The fact that Sean Penn's character... What was his name again? Uh, Sean O'Connell. No. The character... Oh, Terrence. Yeah. The character Terrence, all he does is grunt and well, laugh. And he did have that one singing line at the end of the movie. Yeah. That's pretty much so, the, the only speaking line that Sean Penn ever had in the film. Right. So, it's a cameo at best. But yeah. the character is there for, for the entire movie. Yeah. So, uh, Keegan-Michael Key plays Judge Peckinpah. Itty bitty little bird. <laughs> Sitting on top of another itty bitty little bitty bird. Uh, in the live action Lion King movie, mm-hmm. he played uh, Kamari, one of the hyenas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the hyena who was invading that one's personal space or having his personal space invaded. But it's <laughs> one of those two guys. Okay. Which completely blows my theory out of the water that one was Ed and the other was... Um, Cheech, I can't think of that guy's name. Anyway. <laughs> uh, in he played in Toy Story 4, he played Ducky. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ducky. Ducky. Mm-hmm. And in the second two, uh, in Hotel Transylvania 2 and 3, mm-hmm. he took over the voice of Murray the uh, Mummy. Oh, okay. Because the first movie, it's played by a different guy, and I can't remember the first guy's name. Yeah, I've only seen the the first one of those films. I have the second one. I have all three now. Oh, okay. Uh, it was the movie itself was directed by Clay Caddis and Fergal Riley. The main thing I saw that Clay Caddis directed that if you've not seen it, I do suggest it. The Christmas Chronicles that released on Netflix last year. Oh, yeah, I heard about those. That was a, the one that has, um... Oh, shoot, what's his name? Kirk. Kirk, Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell. As Santa Claus. American Dragon. It, it was a great movie. And the only thing I saw that Fergal Riley had directed was something called Pete and Goat. 
but okay. it did not. I could not click on that to see what that was. Okay. So I don't know if it's in. It was. I don't know if it's in production. I don't know if it just bombed, and that's why nobody knows about it. But that existed. Gotcha. So yeah, like I said earlier, it was animated by Rovi Animation, and the only things they have done is the Angry Birds shorts on YouTube mm-hmm. and both Angry Birds movies. Okay. So all right. So the budget, the estimated budget for this film mm-hmm. was seventy-three million dollars. Okay, not a bad budget. Pretty it's, decent for an animated show. Yeah, its opening week, its opening weekend was over thirty-eight million dollars. Okay. Its domestic gross was 107... 107 million? Yeah, 107 million, million and, and, and change. And some other... And change. Right. And a lot of Over change. Over 107 million dollars. Yes. And it's... That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, and its world and its world gross was over 352 million dollars. Mm-hmm. So I'd say this movie did very it's well. It's very obvious why it got a sequel now that you said say those numbers. Yes. And after I'd seen the movie. Because yeah. I'll admit, when I first was seeing this movie advertised, it did not, it sailed right over me. I didn't care yeah, same here. about it. It was like, okay, so they're making an Angry Birds movie. That makes sense. The game is profitable enough that it makes sense it would get adapted into a game, into uh-huh. a movie. Uh-huh. Of course, video game movies, much like games based on mo- video games based on movies, are, is usually garbage. So... Yeah, I'm not going to watch this. Right. And then I watched it last Wednesday and thought, this movie has is better than it has any right to be. Yeah. For what it is. Yeah. They actually did a good job of adapting such a simple concept. Uh-huh. Incorporating the actual game mechanics, which most video game movies don't do. Uh-huh. And made it work. And made a half decent... Made a pretty good movie on, on it. Yeah. Uh, it was a decent explanation of... You know, why the birds are angry. Because mm-hmm. the games never actually show the pigs stealing the eggs. Yeah. They just have them. They just have them, yeah. Actually, they don't even show the eggs in the game. Mm-hmm. That I remember. Anyway. Uh, not until you get to the the evil pigs game which is essentially you building stuff to steal the eggs from the birds. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. They explain why the birds are angry. Mm-hmm. They show why the red bird by himself is angry. Because he's been treated like crap all his life, and he doesn't yeah. even know who his parents are. Yeah. Uh, you get decent explanations for the yellow bird, who's always been who's always the speedster in the game. Uh-huh. They incorporated what he can do pretty good. Yeah. Bomb, they, that made sense. Uh, and I don't even remember what Terrence does in the game other than just being a big red bird. Yeah, I think he's just the, the wrecking ball. Essentially, he's just red, but bigger. Yeah. Which, I have to say, that scene where they're, uh, where Chuck is reading the eulogy poem for, was what, what's the name of the, of the thing, Paul? The the thing that Red destroyed before he actually went in. Oh yeah, that's right. And he's reading yeah. that poem about how I made you with love and then you were killed or something like that. Yeah. And he th- says, 
and who could have done such a thing or something like that and holds up a red feather and red has the smartest the, the, what would have come to my mind it's like obviously it's Terrence <laughs> it couldn't have been me he has red feathers too you can't blame it to me it's him <laughs> Uh, it's like, yeah, who's got the anger issues here? Well, technically they all do. Yeah, Actually, yeah. Red's the only one with anger issues in that. Terrence is... We don't know what's he, wrong with him. He had an incident. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, Bomb doesn't really have anger issues. It's just when he gets surprised, he blows up. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> but yet, just like in the game, he doesn't actually hurt himself in the process. Right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, Chuck is the speedster. Mm-hmm. Who has a tendency of just, you know... Running off and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like a Quicksilver that just... be like, oh, or I'm Flash. Gonna... Yeah, or the Flash or something mm-hmm. like that. He, just... he, he kind of has more of a Barry Allen feel to him, I think, than uh, Peter Maximoff. Yeah. Or the one that kind of reminded me of was the uh, the Marvels... the uh, Not the Marvels, but the X-Men version in the films where he would just... He would go yeah. in, he would kind of just mess everything around, he'd mess people up, and, and then, yeah. you know, Tom would just... You you can, I think that was partially based on those I, I, I think so. Especially with the policeman is writing his ticket for speeding. Oh, yeah. And he's <laughs> doing all that stuff. And he does yes. all this stuff to him. He, you know, he, he poops on him. Or... Was not poop. That was ice cream. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously. Well, then you got the end where he's actually doing the whole setting this up so that the pig punch- she punches himself in the face. Yes, yes, that was good. <laughs> All this stuff happens. As, oh man, you can definitely tell. It was definitely heavily they, inspired. Inspired. Inspired by that. Yeah. Uh, it took me until they were finally uh, doing the actually fighting the pigs at the end. Yeah. To realize that the assault, ev- <laughs> this actual assault. That all of the characters were actually based on the different birds. Yeah. In Angry Birds. I figured, when I first was seeing it, the first four were the only ones they were going to focus on that were from the game. Everyone else was just going to be filler. hmm But no, there's actually a lot of those birds that are from the game. Like the, like the toucan, who's actually a boomerang. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> the birth of the, the, triple, the, the triplets. Yeah, the triplets the little birds. Yes. I remember watching it and going, it's kind of a shame that they didn't show up to the end because those are actually some of my favorite birds to use in the game. Right. And then the very end, and they shoot off and do their thing. So it's yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I was, I was, when I, you know, when I first watched the movie, it was actually like uh, before our previous episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is a very interesting movie. Kind of like you, when you talk about how when the trailers came out, it was kind of like, okay, this is going over me. Be like, I have no interest in it. Be like, it's Angry Birds. Yeah. And I picked What it. could they possibly do with this? Yeah, exactly. Says the guy who, who who will sing the praises of the Lego movie day in and day out. <laughs> yeah, because I had a, a be like, I had, I had purchased it at like a, on a Black Friday, which I love to do now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, spend like $140, $150 just on, you know, movies and Blu-rays. You know. To, You've you know, not been burned out by Black Friday like I have. No. Because I go, I go really early in the morning, not really you, late at night. Yeah, but you didn't really have to work Black Friday. No, I worked eight of them. 
I you feel can't, sad for you, you my can't get me in a store on Black Friday. I can imagine. Until late, late in the day when everyone's gone. Yeah. So, and by then, all the good movies are gone anyway, so. Yeah. So, I, I was thoroughly impressed with this film. Be like, it, mm-hmm. the, the scene, the, the, one of the very, the very end scene where Red is trying to, uh, be like, they the scene in which Red, you know, goes in, infiltrates the castle, mm-hmm. gets all the eggs escaped, all except for the one egg, which apparently is the three little bluebirds. Triplets. The triplets. And uh, that entire scene is like, oh my gosh, like, what's this outcome going to be? It really, it touched me in so mm-hmm. many ways. And when they pop, when the, when the, when uh, Red pops his head up and he looks all sad and the, the, the triplets pop their heads up yeah. and it's like, okay, that's awesome. Yes. It's like, oh, that's who they are. Yeah. That was a great reveal. That was mm-hmm. a great reveal because you, it's like, okay, we have two bluebirds. Where are the three little bluebirds? It's like, oh, okay, that's who they are. Yeah. Awesome. That was, that was a very interesting surprise. Mm-hmm. Very interesting reveal. The, yeah, it's, it's a fun little film for what yeah. it is. Now, I will say there is one scene. Okay. They could have left out and I would have been happy. Okay. It would actually improve the movie in my opinion. Yeah. Mighty Eagle relieving himself into the oh, Lake of geez. Wisdom. Oh, Yes. That was like, why in the world? I mean, like, and plus it's I know so- why. It's a, it's an easy joke. No one's ever done a pissing joke in a kid's movie. Yeah. Before or since as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Not where you actually see the stream... And it is funny for a quick second. Yeah. Especially as they're scrubbing their tongues, trying to get the taste out of their mouth. It is funny. It's, 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 a, it's a great it, setup. It goes on too long. long. You could have done that. That's, that sound goes on for at least a minute to a minute and a half. Yeah, maybe two minutes long. That's. Everything, the idea of that could have been gone in 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. And that, and it would be a lot more palatable. Yes, <laughs> it would have. But unfortunately, we get a minute to two minutes of that sound and actually seeing the stream. Thankfully, we don't see the stream actually leaving Mighty Eagle. Yeah. But. Yeah, just. That happens. Yeah. Well, the, the setup to where our, our, th- our three amigos. Get to the top of the mountain and be like, oh, this vast body of water. And yeah, then, and it looks magical. It looks great until you realize what it's come from. It's like, well, oh I'm my s- gosh! Here's the thing. Let's, let's be honest. Okay. There's probably a spring at the top of the mountain. That's what I, yeah. That was always there. Yeah. It's just... Well, obviously, he's not living in the nest anymore. Yeah. It was up there. He's obviously got his cave with his... Stuff and memorabilia, memorabilia, and you know, in that kind of a culture, I suppose there's not really a place to. There's not really a you know. There's no toilets you see yeah. anywhere else in yeah. the movie. Yeah, that's true. Well, not see. even as a joke. Which they're with the pigs. At least you would think there'd be a toilet. Yeah, you and think. not even the pigs have a toilet. <laughs> no, but. Yeah, anyways. The pigs were technically more technological advanced than the birds. Yeah, but the pigs were a little more, well, let's say it, swain. <laughs> well, you do know that pigs are actually, why the pigs are green and why they're pigs. No. From the ga- the reason why they chose that as the enemy back in the game. Okay, why? 
That was around the time of the swine flu epidemic. Oh, okay. They went ahead and made them green because of green eggs and ham. Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, that's why that is. Why the birds are flightless are just solely because they need an excuse for you to fling birds across the pl- cro- across the game field. Which I could have dealt with getting rid of the whole joke. Who says birds can't fly? Birds are flightless beings. Why would they need to fly? What really gets me is that you're the only bird who can fly and you won't. <laughs> this is a dumb joke. Move on. Yes. A, a lot of that entire scene is just very bad jokes. Because they're going to be like, the movie does have very good jokes. Very good jokes. And then it has... It's got very, very bad jokes. Very bad jokes. Now, mind you, this is a, you know, four kids, not four kids, but a four children mm-hmm. movie. It is, and it's definitely aimed at that demographic. It, is, yes. it moves at about the speech you would expect a kid to start to lose interest. Yes. Um, they do, there is continuity where if you're paying attention, yeah, you can get, there's... The movie it's, it's still a movie. Yeah, it's not a series of shorts. They do. There's a decent plot. It's paper thin. You know from the beginning, even before they give away that they're the enemy, that the pigs are the enemy. Yeah. Even if you've never played Angry Birds before. Yeah. They. They. they, they the fact that they go up and drop anchor on Red's house. house. Oh my god! His ugly, Red. ugly house. It's an interesting house to yeah. say that. <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, I love the scene where they're showing where the pigs are, yeah, showing everything they can do. Mm-hmm. Of course, Red has having none of it. Oh yeah, this is why I use this for the teaser. He's saying, "Shut up and build my house." Oh, that's the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they're showing off the trampolines. Uh huh. The slingshots. It's like, what? What will future historians uh, say about the night the pigs and the birds became friends? They'll say we lit up the night. Boosh! Oh, look, he destroyed something else we worked hard to build. <laughs> Thanks, piggy. It's like, I'm sitting there going, I like you, Red. I shouldn't, <laughs> but I like you. You yeah. are the smartest person here. Yeah, exactly. Because apparently Red is the only one out of his very... Well, that's the thing. Red is, by nature, distrustful of everybody. Yeah. He's already angry at the pigs because they destroyed his ugly house. Yeah. And because of those instances, he's already predisposed to see through the veil of lies. Yeah, I I agree. The pigs are showing. Especially when the other two show up at the thing. It's like, wait a minute, I thought there were only supposed to be two of them. Yeah. So then it gets flung flung towards the ship. Yeah. Chuck runs up and says... You know you want to sneak into their boat. No, I don't. says, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, and let's go. Says, and he yeah, runs back. On his way. <laughs> comes back and says, bomb's on his way. He's thinking, duh. <laughs> Half surprised you didn't carry him. Or that would have made him blow up. Um, <laughs> oh, that would have been hysterical. Yeah. They walk up and be like, like oh, sorry. And no problem, man. <laughs> and they walk, they walk onto the boat. And apparently, the pigs are stupid. Yeah. Because they do find the pigs all holed up. And they find them, and they're going, what's going on? And the pit, one of the pigs says, we're hiding! <laughs> You're also stupid! Yeah, exactly. You see the, the, and uh, instead of the pigs capturing 
Red and the gang. Yeah. Like they should have. Uh huh. The pigs follow them back to the party. It's like, okay. It's like, no, no wonder. This the, is a different way to handle this. I'll grant you. Yeah, that's true. And the, the, the big pig, I can't remember his name. Leonard. Leonard. Leonard's explanation, they're like, oh, these are my stupid cousins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, I love it how, like, all the other birds would be like, oh, they just, you know, go along with it. This is great. This is fun. It's like, oh, yeah, these guys are great. There's nothing but good times ahead for us. Yeah. Until your eggs get stolen. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, the... Like I said, the, the the plot is paper thin. Yeah. But it's... You're not there for the plot. The plot is there so that the jokes can happen. You get right down to it. Yeah, pretty much. I will say this. I love the fact of how... And I said this a minute ago. I love how it actually follows the game mechanics. Yeah. Most of the time when you see these video game movies... They completely ignore the game mechanics and just try to adapt the story. Yeah. Which doesn't really work for Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, gosh, that movie. That movie's fun for other reasons. Yeah, true. Or Street Fighter. Ugh, John Glove on Dom. The movie that killed Raul Julia. Yeah, pretty much. Because that was his last movie. movie. <laughs> I, I always thought that was the weirdest casting for... It works for M. Bison. M. Bison's huge. This guy's little. But he's got the... The the gravitas. Hey, how can you beat... When Bison journeyed to your land, it was the greatest single day of your life. For me, it It was was Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) I I would say in this movie, we want to be reviewing Street Fighter, the... uh, The animated one? Yes. The animated movie. Mm -hmm. That was actually... I thought it was really good. Yeah. Other people who reviewed it, not so much, but hey, hey we've, dis- we've disagreed with popular opinion before. We'll keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, back to the Angry Birds. Yeah. Back to another video game movie. Yes. Uh, there's not a whole lot more I can think of. What about you? Uh, no, I think that's literally it. That's literally Yeah, that's movie. the thing. There's not too much to talk about with no, this movie. It is... It exists, it is fun, it does what it's supposed to do, and it's not terribly offensive. No. And plus except for one scene. <laughs> yeah, except for one scene that went on for too long. Yes. Which and, I, the, and I will say this for Peter Dinklage's part as Mighty yeah. Eagle. I didn't recognize that as Peter Dinklage's voice. I didn't voice. either. I did not either. It does not sound like him at all. And the only, considering uh, the only other time I've ever heard him do voice acting, which was... Uh, in the game Destiny 2, because he was the first voice before they completely replaced his voice uh, of the of the ghost. Yeah. Uh, this is all... Actually shows he's got some decent voice acting chops. Okay. That game, he didn't. <laughs> it was essentially <laughs> Tyrion Lannister in a robot. <laughs> okay. I gotcha. So, I think it's... We, we, we've kind of exhausted I think our so. thoughts on this film. Uh, on a scale of one to three stars... <laughs> three stars man you're taking this thing low well that's what they said in the movie yeah that's true and it's three stars because that was the maximum amount of points you could get on levels three stars three stars yeah that's right that's a stupid joke yeah um, anyway why don't you go ahead and tell us what you would rate this movie 
I'll let you go first for a chance. I will give this ever since this was a it was a fun little popcorn movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't one of those movies that could make you like really deep, you know, you know, make your head hurt kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would probably give this maybe a five. Okay, give it a five. Be like it's somewhere in the middle. It's 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 fun. It's entertaining. It's it's there again. It's a popcorn film, mm-hmm. and I would I definitely hire recommend to be like it's it's definitely a family film. It's actually making me want to go see the sequel. Exactly, that's what I kept thinking, which I didn't expect. Yeah. So, especially since now I know the characters. Uh huh. So the trailer makes a little more sense. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I would definitely give it a five, and mm-hmm. it's definitely family friendly. How about yeah. you? Uh, I I too think it's family friendly. Uh, I'm actually going to give it a six. Okay. Because I'm, I'm like I've said in the past, I kind of grade like the school system does. So a sixty is te- six would be passing. Yeah. Not really passing. It would be technically. F- it's good, but it's not great. It's a fun movie, like you said. It's enjoyable. It's not two hours I wish I could get back. Yeah. Like some movies I've seen. <laughs> but it's not. It's not hitting anything out of the ballpark. So it's kind of like. The pigs just- are still standing at the end of this, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah. And apparently they lot the the two forces align in the second movie. Apparently, apparently. So, I think where I'm coming from, like give it a fifty. It's kind. Of, it's a middle of a road kind mm-hmm. of film. I'm only it's giving. Enjoyable. I'm only giving it a, a bump above that at six because, it, like I said earlier, it's better than it had any right to be. Yeah, I I agree with that. I so I I want to give it a little bit of a bump, but yeah, it's definitely a middle of the road quality movie. Yeah. And most of the jokes were funny. Yeah, most of them. There's that. So, that brings us to the end of another episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which means we actually, unless we've got any podcast news, which I don't believe we do. No. uh, We need to move into the uh, rolling for the next one. Angry Birds movie, for those curious, was our 18th review. Mm Mm-hmm. In two, at the end of our 20th review, we are going to roll this little D20 I've got in here to determine the new order in which our movies sit on the dice that we roll every week. Yeah. As it sits right now, the movies are as follows. Sitting on number one. Why don't you tell us what movie you're replacing Angry Birds with? I am replacing Angry Birds with Everybody is Kung Fu Fighting! <laughs> Kung Fu Panda 1. Kung Fu Panda 1. Great choice. Uh, I have on the list on number 2, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. That's going to be an interesting review when we get to it. Number 3, you have The Little Mermaid. I would like to point out that this is this episode is the sixth episode that Little Mermaid has been on the list and has not been picked. Ah, so unless we get the unless we roll Little Mermaid today, yeah, or next week, 
next week Little Mermaid will grow to fill in the spot of the movie we rolled to not. Mm. So, so it'll become a bigger fish. Well, there's always a bigger fish. Yes. <laughs> uh, number four, The Great Mouse Detective. Mm-hmm. Number five, Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. Yes. And at number six, Your Name. Mm-hmm. All right. Since Angry Birds movie was your movie, I get to roll. All right. Three. Three. Which would be... The Little Mermaid! Mermaid. So that one is coming (laughs) off the list and will be our 19th review. So, join us then for uh, a little under the sea adventure. A lot of stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think her collection's complete? complete. Nah. Never mind, I'm not going to that. (laughs) It's got the second best villain song, at least. So, yes, I agree. I agree there. So, uh, that brings us to the end, which means, Jacob, where can they find you? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron, and also on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, mm-hmm. where I try to draw every day. I don't get there so much, because, hey, because we all have busy lives. Well, admittedly, when you're drawing a five-page comic strip... It yeah. takes a little while to get through it. Yeah, just a little bit. And holds you up on daily art postings. Yes, it does. So, yeah, be like, I, I try to draw every day. And so if you want to follow that journey, uh, you're more than welcome to follow along. Where can they find you, Drew? They can find me also on Facebook. Look for Drew Dodgen. And also look for my uh, page, Drew's Photo Bin, where I take pictures of things that I find interesting. Okay. Nature shots mostly so far. Uh, there might be something popping up before next episode. We'll have to see what we see this weekend. But hopefully it won't be either one of us in a compromising situation. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> hey, you never know what happens. Yeah, it is. It is. A- what happens on a church trip stays on the church trip until it gets to Facebook. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh and then, of course, you can find both of us at thecellcast.podbean.com. That is mm-hmm. our website. There are reviews. That's where you can listen to all our episodes, all our reviews that we've done so far. Mm-hmm. You can also find those reviews on Stitcher, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. I guess it's technically Google Podcasts, not Google Play. Google Podcasts. Either way. Uh... And, of course, you can find our closed Facebook group, The Cellcast. We mm-hmm. do that. We keep that closed, not because we're trying to keep people out, but we're, try- we're trying to keep the artificial intelligences yeah. out that are trying to sell us stuff we don't actually want. So we're trying to keep the pigs out. Indeed. Those greedy, greedy capitalist pigs. <laughs> they just want all our eggs. That's all they want. Exactly. Um... And of course, you can email us yes. at the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, of course, every time you hear us say the Cellcast, that is with a single L. So, I think that's it. I think so. All right. So, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame. All right. Here's the deal. <laughs> this slingshot has the capability of launching you into that building. Okay. Inside that building. 
Ricky. This sounds like a good idea. It's like, yeah, man, this sounds like a good idea. All right, we're in it. All right, just get loaded in there. Okay. Okay, okay, or bruh, Ricky, something. Or reasonable merman. I set certain rules, and I expect those rules to be obeyed. But, Daddy... Is it true you rescued a human from drowning? Daddy, I had... Contact between the human world and the world is strictly forbidden. Ariel, you know that. Everyone knows that. He would have died. One less human to worry about. You don't even know him. Know him? I don't have to know him. They're all the same. Spineless, savage, harpooning fish eaters, incapable of any feeling. Daddy, I love him! No. Have you lost your senses completely? He's a human. You're a mermaid. I don't care. So help me, Ariel. I am going to get through to you. And if this is the only way, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> 